Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. Shane has collected himself since the last time, and he wants to give the intro another shot here. Shane, why don't you tell the people what we're reading. Hey, everybody. This week on the Amazon Book Club, yeah. the, we are reading Tetronome Run by Spencer Baum. Uh-huh. Get your sneakers ready, because the feet are moving, oh. and everyone's running to the store. I don't think that works to the store for water because it's dystopian sci-fi oh boy water is in short supply let's, run let's, to the store let's, uh, outside of all right. your house all right shane go to the store you're done Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hey, I'm Shane Barklow. And this week we're reading a book called The Tetradome Run by Spencer Baum. What do you think about that? Not much. If I gave you a hundred guesses what this book's about, you probably never get it. Um, let's see. A marathon. Oh, shit. In space. <laughs> he nailed it. Ganesh, before you tell us what the synopsis is, it's been a while. I feel like I haven't said what we do in the podcast in a couple episodes. Yeah, you yeah. should probably do so it. You've do been it. very bad. I've been bad and nobody's kept me in check. On this podcast, every week we read a free ebook. Ebook. Huh? Ebook from Amazon Prime. Hmm. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the book, five pages of the book. Not enough to make a judgment. And then we make a judgment. And I read the book to you as if you were my small children. Oh, yeah. Do you need more credit at the top? Ganesh reads to us like Mm -hmm. we're little small babies. I like to pretend I am. Yeah, you know. He gives us warm bottles of milk. You don't hear it because he edits. It's a lot of editing on his part. But yeah, we're suckling little bottles. He burp us. He burp us. It's a disgusting scene. Ganesh, while me and Shane start sucking away here, can you read (laughs) us the synopsis of the, uh, I already forgot the name, the Tetradome Run. Tetro. Guessing. Like, like, what? Retro. Ah. But. Okay. Think again. It's Tetro. When the crime wave peaked in the early 70s and Nixon signed the Redemption Act, Hmm. no one bothered to imagine what public execution might look like 50 years in the future. Is this Judge Hmm. Dredd? Future. 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 Very good. Thank you. Public execution? Yeah. Mm, I don't like where this is going. Me neither. No one imagined that the Tetradome run would become the most popular show in America. This is Running Man. This is exactly that. This year's show puts convicted felons in a race with genetically engineered monstrous creations. Murderers, rapists, terrorists, and thieves. Thieves, even. They will all take (laughs) their... A common thief amongst those guys? A cat burglar put to death on television? That's my America. I like. They all will take their place at the starting line. And the most notorious among them is Jenna Duvall, the college student who shot a senator. Whoa. Equal opportunity book here. It's woke. Even the criminals are women. You think she caught the acting bug like her daddy, (laughs) Bobby Duvall? (laughs) You call him Bobby. You guys are close. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sounds like she uh, got wrapped up in something real sinister. Hmm. Maybe it's all an act. Shot a senator. Allegedly. You never want to do something. Allegedly. Jenna swears she's innocent. And as she runs for her life in the Tetradome, a small town journalist uncovers a shocking counter narrative that suggests there is more to Jenna's story than anyone knows. Ooh, get her out of the Tetradome. Stat. A mashup of dystopian thriller and riveting psychological suspense, the Tetradome run is a novel that doesn't need to look far into the future to find a world gone wrong. Damn, we're closer to the Tetradome run than you think. Instead, it looks at America right here, right now. And dares the reader to ask a provocative question. Oh, dear God. What if we already live in dystopia? You know, I think about this often, Mm. especially with like reality TV shows. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those are like very dystopian things that you might see in a book, like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Yeah. It's like such a warped like idea of what love is. Yeah, you, and you live in hell. This it's is marketed hell. to like young people. It's that's like this is hell world. Weird. Yeah, this is where we live. What and are your favorite dystopian TV shows? Oh, that you um, would classify as Wipeout. 
that show on NBC. Yeah, that's basically like that's good you're, clean fun. You're laughing at just like people <laughs> like getting hurt, like you know, and that's like the lowest common denominator. I don't see a problem with any of these shows. I guess I, I like dystopia. I, I was born it. into it I and I made it, it my own. Listen, I don't go to the doctor. All right, <laughs> it costs me money to go see a doctor. I don't do that. That's dystopia. I make my money talking and we make money off this. People pay us for this. Oh, yeah. We're That's hell. We are hell. Yeah. All right. This is bad. This book sounds kind of fucked up and a lot like Running Man, but hopefully something differentiates it. But Running Man is a, it's, Running it's pretty good. good. It's pretty good. Yeah. If so, this was just like a ripoff of Running Man, I'd, that'd be good. I'd like I would it. Enjoy yeah. that. No Arnold. Well, that's up to Ganesha's voice acting. We'll see if uh, what's her name? Jenna Duvall has a, a thick uh, Austrian manly <laughs> accent. Who's to say? Are we ready? Do you want to read? You want to jump ahead? In the first page? Run ahead. Uh, that's run ahead in the Tetradome run. Are you watching Stranger Things? I haven't started it yet. Is it good? Yeah, it's fucking good. Well, how many episodes in are you? Four. I need to rewatch like that tail end of the last season. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember what happened? Vaguely. There's a recap. Vague. Thingy. Oh, the all oh, right. Oh, school it. at the school. Oh, the final showdown at the school. It wasn't at the school, bro. Uh oh, <laughs> no, not at the school. <laughs> no. Somewhere else. Oh. <laughs> at the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then everybody else is like, <laughs> I remember that too. Oh yeah. yeah. I remember that part. Hopper's really good in this one. He's good. There's a new cast member. Mm. She's a daughter of two celebrities. Am I supposed to guess? I'll tell you. Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke's daughter. They have children? What's this person's name? Uh, a young girl. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> she, is she good? Yeah. How old is she? Like a kid? Kid? Or is she like... It's like... Uh, she's like Steve's age. She's like oh, so it looks 17, 18, 19. Yeah. Probably like 20 in real life. Probably 25 to 35. Oh, like 30, 35 or 40? <laughs> okay. And that's, this is Uma Thurman's daughter, 40 years old. Yes. All right. Five. Four. <sighs> You gotta make a rhythm. You can't just do five and then wait really long and then say four. Ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome back. We're jumping into the first page of the goddamn Tetradome run. Chapter one. Turning on the TV was the mistake that killed him. I think that every day. Mm -hmm. Ah, shouldn't be doing this. Should be eating right, exercising, smiling, having a good time, mm -mm, but getting smart, reading a book. But America's Funniest Home Videos is on. And Shane's a, he's addicted. I'd love it when the studio audience laughs. He licks the nut shots. He was. Well, bam. There he goes. Dad fall down. Ha ha. Laugh at dad. He was 21 years old. His name was Kyle. And he hadn't planned on watching TV that afternoon or looking at his phone or his laptop. But it's just so easy to turn on the screens, isn't it? <laughs> Who's planning to look at their phone? Like, it's beyond the point of I'm planning to do this now so i was like i'm planning to breathe you don't have a set phone time <laughs> all the time baby no, no. i'm yeah, on 24 just, 7 mm -hmm. on call mm -hmm. do your phones make noises and well i mean if i have the proper setting on yeah but no i keep mine on vibe vibe even yeah, I vibe i keep mine on do not disturb all the time yeah. you don't even like to see your notifications not really wow okay yeah, i turn all that off no i like to see what everybody's saying to me mm. never turned a notification off that uh i found useful people are too demanding man turn it all off no sounds nothing i like to know what's going on I don't. I'm at an arm's reach at all times. <laughs> if you've ever messaged me and I didn't respond for a while, I still saw it. I just didn't respond to it. 100% guaranteed. But it's just so easy to turn on the screens, isn't it? So easy to let an afternoon's ambitions disappear in a wash of pixels. What am I doing? He muttered. Oh, it's going to be the dumb guy, huh? Tuning in like the rest of the world. Watching the Tetradome run, waiting for the race to start. Preparing to watch his sister run for her life. Oh, got somebody to cheer for, huh? Yeah, you might want to tune in, buddy. <laughs> oh, my sister's on Tetradome run again. You think it's uh, Friday night, primetime? I think Tetradome run is like... Sunday afternoon. No, no, Whoa. I think we're doing every weeknight, like at the height of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh, man, those Damn, were the days. every night, huh? Yeah. I used to have like a little, I'd eat like a push pop and watch it. It's crazy to think about that time when America was gripped by a game show to the point where it was on every night of the week and was hitting ratings highs. Well, because we were all What like, kind of world were we living in? Well, we were all excited. We are like, this person could become a millionaire I in mean, front of our eyes. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. I and just, the first you, guy... I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off because no, I'm excited. <laughs> I want to The first guy that won, do you remember the audacity of what he did? Yeah, he called his dad and no, said, I won. He didn't use a lifeline the whole... 
time. Yeah, but then the last one he And the last one he calls and he said, hey, I just won. Who wants to be a millionaire? With his lifeline. Yeah. That's yeah. right. No, not with his life. He pulled out his personal cell phone. <laughs> the security guard said, sir, Excuse me, Regis, Regis, wait. Uh, anyway, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. Man. Anyway. I, I think- always wondered when I was a kid how that worked. The calling someone. Like, do they just have that person on standby? Absolutely. They You give them a list of people that you'd like to call, I'm sure. And then they are ready at a moment's notice to call them. So can't they just have like wikipedia up yeah they, they absolutely well i think you could i always thought if you phoned a friend they could look on google it doesn't matter no because then it was dial up couldn't cross the lines Line was just, <laughs> you're right the golden age of who wants to be a millionaire yeah, that was now, the trust system then. anything goes yeah. yeah isn't less impressive now anyway i think tetradome run is nearing regis levels of who wants to be a millionaire popularity there was a time like after that week like a couple months later the weakest link was really captivating. It yeah, just didn't have the same. That was like stuff. a weaker. Yeah, they kept trying to recapture the magic, kind of like with Survivor. And then they were rolling out like Big Brothers and Amazing Races, and it never really kind of hit the the Survivor fervor. It was also palpable. That was big. Yeah, that shit's still on. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. People watch dumb stuff. Like Tetradome Run. Months had passed since he said goodbye to Jenna in a stale, dusty room at the New Mexico State Pen. Bye. Or should I say, adios. Months had passed since he sat in the execution theater. One of six official witnesses who was supposed to watch Jenna get strapped to a lethal injection table. Since the warden came into the theater and announced there would be no execution today, that Jenna had chosen to (laughs) run. No execution today. I'm pooped. (laughs) I gotta go take a... A nap. That Jenna had chosen to run in the Tetradome instead. Months of hiding from the media, moving from one short-term apartment rental to another, waiting all the while for his sister's death and dealing with that memoir she left behind for him. Interesting. Do people ever survive the Tetradome run? It kind of sounds like he's given her no chance at all, which, you know. You got to believe in your sister. Well, it could be like the beginning of who wants to be a millionaire. No one was becoming millionaires. Oh, you're right. She could be the, I think, what was his name? John Carpenter? No. Oh. Something like that. That's the guy who made Halloween. Oh, I think that's his name. All right. You can cut this out. I'm going to Google this guy's name. <laughs> first, here, wait, here we go. Who was the first who wants to be a millionaire winner? His name's John Carpenter. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. See? Well, and now you know. Gross. I thought I was right, and I was right. It would have bugged me the whole time. That memoir had been hanging over his head like the blade of a guillotine poised for release. The street outside his apartment was quiet. The people of the world were indoors looking at their glowing screens. The official pregame came to an end. The host of the show... Chad Holiday stepped forward and shouted into the camera, Are you with us, America? Kyle knew the answer was yes. Chad Holiday's a great host name. Chad Holiday. Like, perfect. 10 out of 10. You can see Chad Holiday in your head. There's only one kind of Chad Holiday. Oh, yeah, I see. He's got blonde, spiky hair. <laughs> yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all know it. Like platinum blonde. Yeah. Um, so it's like hard, rigid. Artificial tan. Sure. Blue contact lenses in. So kind of like Ryan Visor. A uh, little, well, but he's younger than Ryan Seacrest. And he's got a visor on. And he's a little pudgier. Who was the guy that hosted American Idol before Ryan Seacrest? Seacrest. Well, Ryan Seacrest hosted the first season with a guy named Brian Dunkelman. That's who I'm thinking what? about. They were co-hosts. It'd be funny if he hosted the show with, with Brian Seacrest. Ryan and Brian Seacrest. That would have been great. That would have been great. You're saying he should have changed his name? Correct. Okay. From, uh, what was it? Dunkel Braun? Dunkelman. He was Brian Dunkelman. And then he quit the show because he thought there was bigger and better places to be. Where is he now? Dead. Mm. In Ryan Seacrest's basement. As a reminder. Mm-hmm. Follow your dreams. Never, never give up. Don't be a quitter. Ryan. Kyle knew the answer was yes. Yes, he was with them. Yes, he would be right here in his apartment, television on, watching the race like everyone else. Yes, if his sister died tonight, he would see it happen. <laughs> and yes... I will enjoy it. Hey, if you're with us, then stick around because the 40th season of the Tetradome Run starts right now. Oh, it's a season premiere? That's a big one. And it's a, you know, it's like a 40s, a big thing. Yeah, big, the 40th season premiere. This is, she's a hot shot. Yeah, they're probably adding some like little uh, anniversary special features. Yeah, you're right. A little look back at the Mm. most gruesome deaths of Tetradome Run. Perhaps a guest musician? Sure, yeah, maybe a blooper reel. Paul McCartney up there on stage? Oh, Paul McCartney. With huh? Avril Lavigne. Okay, sure. Let's class it up a little bit. Yeah. Yo Yo Ma. Let's yeah. Let, this is the gentleman's Tetradome run with Kid Rock. 
No. no. Yo-Yo Ma and Kid Rock, they've always wanted to work together. Now they get the chance. Mm-mm. The inside of Ganesha's head is a guy's American kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and just guy is standing there in a big empty kitchen banging a pan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Covered up to his knees in donkey sauce. Smothered and covered. Mm. Mm. But I can read. Who else can say that um, uh, at this table? It's true. It hasn't been defined if we can read or not. You don't know. I don't know. I never tried. Opening credits, a bright computer animation atop punchy brass music. As the computer-drawn figure ran across the screen, jumping over abstract obstacles, ducking past computerized representations of dragons, griffins, and giant snakes. You don't Ca- see griffins enough. Where's griffins been? <laughs> Where's griffins been? Where's griffins been? I don't know. There's not enough griffins in supernatural literature. It's a, a mythical animal that is, uh, you know, it's like it's on the B team, the B squad. Well, it's, in got, the, it's in the miners. They got one in HP. There's unicorns all over the place. You can't get away from unicorns and pegasuses. But the, the humble griffin, you don't see those anymore. Griffins are very scary. That's fine. Eagle and lion. Oh, is that what the bottom half is? A lion? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Some kind of cat-like thing. Yeah. Though. I'd much rather have a griffin... Can griffins fly? Yeah, they have wings. Why the hell are pegasuses even in? It's supposed to be a unicorn with wings. Well, pegas- that. pegasuses Pegasi. are very uh, friendly. And they have healing blood. That's oh. unicorns, bro. See, they know. Anyway, give me more griffin. Where the griffins is at? Yeah, we need more griffins. Are they made of stone? No, they're animals. That's gargoyles. Gargoyles. <laughs> the gargoyles. <laughs> Are made of stone. Griffins are made of flesh and blood like you and me. Kyle felt like he was every bit the contestant that Jenna was. Like he might be lucky to get out of tonight's show live. The credits ended and Chad Holiday came back on the screen. The nationwide search is over, Chad said. Our producers have selected the convicts. Tonight they'll compete for their survival. Slim, blonde, and eternally youthful, Chad Holiday's face was... We knew it. I said he was pudgy though, so... That's a later holiday. Chad Holliday's was a face Kyle had seen regularly on t- television since he was little. Chad Holliday had never looked as menacing as he did now. It's an incredible tradition, America, Chad said. One that allows us to reflect on the meaning of justice and redemption. Kyle tossed his blanket aside. He went to the window. He spread the blinds with his fingers. He took a mental inventory of the cars parked along the curb. A white pickup, a red Saturn sedan with no hubcaps. A Saturn sedan? When does this take it's place? It's a sensible ride. <laughs> this is a late 90s period you piece. snob. Taking stock of all the cars parked outside was one of the many obsessive rituals Kyle had developed in the years since Jenna's arrest. Checking and rechecking that all the doors and windows were locked was another. He performed that ritual now. Everybody does that, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I love to check my lock. Yeah, love to make sure nobody can get in. Find my dirty secrets. Not today, fools. Uh -uh. I'm locked up. There was one window that couldn't be locked. It was in the kitchen over the sink. An old single pane in this old apartment, in this old complex, in this old part of town. The building had settled. The window frame had gone crooked. The window wouldn't close all the way. Bad window. Hey. Gotta get the property brothers out here. Chekhov's window. Uh Uh-oh. His head's gonna get cut off by that window. That window's gonna take his hands. Oh, jeez. To dinner. Are you understanding this? <laughs> what a question. No. Good. <laughs> Are you understanding this? Tiny gap at the base of it. A little sliver of daylight between window and pane. The kind of security breakdown that could obsess a man with worry. Fortunately, Kyle had discovered a ritual for this window, too. For this window and this window only. Punch it with my fist. It's going to take his hands. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. As prophecy foretold. He ran his finger along the crevice at the base. One stroke along the length of the frame. One tangible reminder that the world was real and imperfect. That he was meat. <laughs> and lived in his meat space. I am meat. Uh, 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 he says as he runs his finger along it. What are we gonna do about you? Mm-mm-mm. I meet. Let's dance. Now his brain ca- uh, craved a dopamine burst, so he grabbed his phone, opened Dragon Smash, and began to play. Ah, smashing more dragons. That's pretty sweet. Five seconds into a round, he knew a game wasn't what he needed. A game wasn't enough. He needed to get into the document, and in order to do that, he had to get his laptop. Oh, do you think he has a running word doc where he just types in cuss words? Yeah. Like fuck and ass. Dump, dump, dump. dump. P. 
pee. Don't Nip. Whizzer. Don't potty. Leakage. Yeah. Don't, mud. Don't mud. At, Making mud. Don't look mud. Don't look at my secret document. That's my doc. I had to get in the doc tonight. Hey, you got to take that document. You drop it in a folder. Now you drop that folder in another folder. And in that folder, you put like seven other empty folders. Mm. And then you just keep going further and further out. Yeah. Until it's just a maze of folders. Thousands of folders. Deep. I'll never to, find my doc. To hide my dirty doc. You think that's what he's doing? This old apartment had a long, dormant fireplace that Kyle had agreed never to use when he signed the lease. The fireplace, with its sliding door of opaque glass, its blackened brick, and its surprisingly deep and dark cavity, was the best place in the apartment to hide things. Don't tell me about your deep and dark cavity, please. Keep that in the dock. <laughs> it's ripe dock material. Was the best place in the apartment to hide things, and hiding things was another one of Kyle's rituals. He pulled open the door, slid out the cardboard box hidden in the corner, and retrieved his laptop from inside. He knew how ridiculous all this was. What? <laughs> what? Sorry. What? You know what? You know what? <laughs> you know what? Uh... Ridiculous. <laughs> Take a sip. Clear that mouth out. Get all the cobwebs out of there. Get this word another go. I just realized you're wearing a shirt, pretty nondescript shirt, and then it just has chalupa on it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's part of my brand. Yeah, we forgot to mention, can you sign a deal with Taco Bell? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually to prevent them from suing him. He has to wear a chalupa shirt all the time. They wanted it tattooed on my ass. And I told them, well, no one will see it there. Yeah. Dummies. I'll just wear a shirt and then also socks, a a headband, a a, a bathing suit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is really coming together. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is all because Ganesh stole uh, a lot of Baja Blast in the little water cups. They found him out. So they made a deal with him. They cut a deal with him. Stole $500,000 worth of Baja Blast. I'm a great deal maker, they say. Uh Uh-huh. Out of the deal. Boy, this cat's just really letting it rip, huh? Chalupa drone run. This cat is ready for uh, Papa's Chalupas. <laughs> Clamoring for it. Get out of here. Woof. Get out of here. There's nowhere to go. It's just a cat. I don't have a license. <laughs> Take a drive. <laughs> Take a walk around the block, kid. In order to satisfy his craving for computer screen comfort, he first had to dig out his computer from the place where he stashed it because leaving a computer out on the desk when it wasn't in use, like a normal person, just didn't cut it anymore. Not when Russian hackers, the NSA, and 10,000 bloodthirsty reporters wanted a piece of you. Chad Holiday's voice continued to boom from the television. The men and women you'll see in the Tetradome tonight have mothers and fathers just like you. <laughs> Oh, that's sad. They had childhoods and dreams of what their lives might become, (laughs) just like you. Now we're killing them. Kyle opened the laptop, clicked deep into the file structure. Oh, he's going for the doc. Oh, you (laughs) called it. it. I know how it is. I know. You look, when you're trying to hide some docs. Yeah. He went into the folder labeled MISC Mm -hmm. and then drilled down into the next folder labeled, You give the folders uh, names like 08754. Like no one's going in there or like data 537 or something like that. That's your classic data 537 folder. You don't want to look in there. You don't need to go in there. That's just nerd stuff. That's nerd docs and and data 537. (laughs) It's just data Mom's not going to look in there. Mom, don't look at my data. You want to see my data. Mom's looking for a file that says uh, dirty thoughts. Keep out. Yeah, yeah. -uh, Not in my data folder. In my indescript doc dot doc. (laughs) Untitled doc parentheses four. Setup dot exe dot doc. Mm. Whoa. There you go. Fucking with the 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 extensions. Kyle opened up the laptop, clicked deep into the file structure, stopping at the folder titled utility bills. Oh, yeah. This dirty little bastard. His computer prompted him for a password. They have normal lives in so many ways. Normal, that is, until they made a terrible choice that changed everything. That's his password? It's a long password. That's a long one. He mistyped the password on the first try. Well, I would too. That's a whole thing to remember. Yeah. And while there's no coming back from the terrible choices they made. This is still it. He's missed a couple of There is still the possibility of redemption for these people. He was losing his mind. He knew this. Losing control of his life to paranoia and OCT to a never-ending loop of guilty thoughts. Once more, he mistyped the ridiculous mix of characters that was his password. You know, that is what they say. The security guys say, make your password a phrase that you remember. Because nobody will get a phrase. But you could just, you could uh, brute force your way into like a six or eight. What's yours? Mine? It's three letters. (laughs) D-A-D. In honor of my hero. (laughs) What about yours? Mine's a phrase. What is it? Oh boy, howdy. Yes, yes. (laughs) 
That's actually not a bad one. What about you, Ganesh? What's your all your passwords? <laughs> no, I stick with the classic password 01, but if I need to put a character in there, I use the at sign for the A. Mm, password 01 with an at sign. Okay. No. Nice. What's your social security number? Do you even have one? Yeah, it's one. One. You're number one. I was the first one, dude. Yeah. Cool. Are we done? That's the first page. It's been a while. It's over half an hour, and let's jump uh, into the. Yeah. You want to stop? Yeah. There. Let's stop there. I guess. Are we gonna see what happens in the Tetradome? I want to see what's in the dock. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Can we? Let's keep. Once going. more, he. Uh, okay. Let's get past the password stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He closed his <laughs> eyes, took a deep breath. <laughs> Forty-five pages of password, and tried types. again. This time the folder opened on the television. A 12-year-old girl with curly black hair stood on the arena floor and began singing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, say can't. Is that it? <laughs> that's how it's, that's almost okay. how it starts. I yeah. thought that was the other one. Oh, no, that's it. You nailed it. Kyle had written the truth. Two months of writing. One epic doc on his laptop. It's a big freaking doc, dude. Hulking. The truth about the crime that put Jenna in jail, who the real perpetrators were, what the real context was, all the things the world didn't know. Why is he sa- saving this until the night she's on Tetradome Run? It was a story about drugs, sex, chemicals, bombs, conspiracy, and murder. Hmm. Kyle was the narrator of the story, but he wasn't the star. So he wrote it as like a novel? <laughs> the star of the story was a woman named Sunny. When Kyle started writing a story, he did so with with intent to publish it, he began the project with grandiose visions of confessing to the world. This isn't really uh, going anywhere, man. All right. Let's jump ahead now to the 25% mark of Tetradome Run. Do you think it's going to frame it um, like the rest of the books about Sunny? I hope not. I want to know what happens in the Tetradome Run. Yeah. I want to see some carnage. Some I want to guts. see their data. I want to see how fast they're moving. I want to see his data. They're moving. And I want to see her entrails. From the monster. Entrails.png. Please. <laughs> Just press stop now. Okay. Here we go. 25% Tetradome Run. Chapter 22, is it? Goodness gracious. It's a 400 chapter book. Yeah. Can't wait. Chapter 22. Gabe Chancellor watched with the rest of the world. The ropes, the climbing, the bargists. Oh, it's just like Wipeout. Yeah. Ooh. Or American Ninja. The Blood. Or that Steph Curry show. I don't know what that was. Holy moly. Holy moly. It's pretty good. Color of Blood surprised him. Still red, huh? So vibrant on the TV screen, it glistened in a way that didn't seem natural. Looking at the blood, Gabe wondered if Devlin Enterprises was doing some kind of digital color enhancement to make it a brighter shade of red. Blood's just not doing it for the people anymore. You know Delvin's up to that. Yeah. The bloodthirsty masses need richer blood. Oh, did you see that? Someone yelled. See what? Said someone else. Hang on, they'll show it again, said the woman standing next to Gabe. That sounded like a beautiful (laughs) young woman. He didn't know their names. Six years at the company and Gabe still didn't know the names of all the spouses and children that came to the parties. Rude. You know all your uh, colleagues, um, spouses and children? Mm, Yeah. No, I don't. Personally. No, sorry. What? I'm rude. (laughs) He's a rude boy. What are they showing again? Said a teenager at the far end of the room. (laughs) (laughs) He's hit puberty, huh? Just watch. He just sprouted up a couple feet. Snapped Cameron. Cameron was the IT guy at the office. He was awkward and annoying. He didn't shower enough. Gross. He didn't change his clothes enough. Okay. And he was disgusting when he ate. Oh, no. (laughs) Three strikes. Is this the fat vampire? You're out. (laughs) You're out, Cameron. He was eating mixed nuts at the moment. How can you mess that up? Mm -mm. Let's hear it. Pulling them from a plastic (laughs) cup, chewing with his mouth open. Licking salt from his fingertips. Oh, he's messing it up. That's a no-no. He's, you don't lick your fingers at work. Well, when nobody... You save all the gunk on him. Yeah. You save it for... And you type on your keyboard with it. No, you just lick it later. You type with your knuckles. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> called saving salt, buddy. Uh, Think green. I wasn't thinking green. The lawyers at Barnes, Caden, and Hearst put up with Cameron's lack of hygiene and personal awareness because he was good at his job. He was the best goddamn IT guy this side of the Mississippi. Gabe put up with Cameron because, grading as he could be, Cameron had a curiosity about the world that made him interesting. Why do I stink? Over the years, (laughs) Gabe had learned that if you hang out with Cameron long enough, eventually he'll say something so different from what you were thinking that it cracks open your mind. 
nice. It's creative. Can't wait to hear that kind of Outside stuff. Outside the box. Yeah. Do you guys guy. feel that way when you hang out with me? No. Nah. Uh, nope. Expected that to go in a different direction. Nope. Nope. All uh, good. Nah. All good here. Nope. <clears throat> now I got nothing for All you. Right. All good. Um, We're good. It had already happened. Nope. Uh, once today. Nuh-uh. uh uh-huh. Nope. <laughs> no way. No chance. All right. Uh-uh. Okay. Nope. All right. Okay. No, sir. All right. No way. Yeah. During the pregame, while they all stood around the TV. Nah, I can't see it. Nope. Uh, okay. Uh, We're not. We uh, don't. I don't feel that way about you. It's got to be a no. Yeah, all it's right. a no. All right. That's uh We came. We decided it's a no. <clears throat> it's a no. No freaking way. Can we take this off air? Nope. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> no way. During. <sighs> One. Five, four. <laughs> During the pregame, you count yourself in. <laughs> while they all stood around the TV watching the various segments about Jenna unfold, including one where she went to a roadside memorial for her dead boyfriend, Cameron blurted out a sentence that had been bouncing around Gabe's noodle ever since. Kind of interesting that her friend, her boyfriend, and her brother all ended up dead, don't you think? Oh. Another Whoa. barn burner from fucking Cameron. Cam, the stinky original. IT guy. Yes, it was interesting. It was so interesting that Gabe couldn't stop thinking about it. They were more than an hour removed from that pregame segment. They were in the thick of the race now, and Gabe was still thinking about all the death that surrounded Jenna Duval. What were the odds that so many young people in the same circle would end up dead? We're going to deck three now, where Jenna and Nathan are in a race to grab the first key. You know, the odds are pretty good when you and your friends uh, get hooked on snooters. Snooters! Snooters! The fun drug. It's fun until, you know, it kills you. Well, one day it just stops being fun. Yeah, Yeah. that's okay. Your body says it's time to go. I had too much fun. Everything kills. It's fun. It's. I say again, it's fun. Snooters! And it'll kill you. And... It's worth it. Snooters. Snooters. Now in cheeseburger form. Snooters. Chad Holiday narrated, Gabe hadn't done anything with the letter Jenna dropped for him. Not since his entirely unproductive visit to the corner's apartment complex. He didn't like any of his options. He could write a report on the letter, even though he didn't have the memoir yet. Mm. Memoir. Mm. We, were, we were fine with memoir. But, but, <laughs> but, but if he did that, someone else might get to the memoir first. He could go back to the corners one more time, but he'd still be a trespasser who was breaking and entering. He could continue to sit tight and wait for this custodian of the estate thing to play out. It's what he was doing now. It seemed like the best option. It's what the lawyers wanted. Ugh, damn the lawyers. He didn't feel good about it. On the TV, Jenna and Nathan worked their way through a hall of swinging axes. This is like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, except you die. They gotta put that monkey together. (laughs) And then when you put it together, it's a real monkey that kills you. It's like, ha! That'd be cool. With a knife. I'd watch that show. That show was funny because these kids were always like trying to put that thing together and it's three pieces. Yeah, they'd always fuck it up. And they were like, kids are dumb. Butter hands. Yeah, little dummies. I always felt like Legends of the Hidden Temple nobody ever won it was like the least winnable show yeah it was rare rarely did anybody get through it without those little creepy temple guards popping out and grabbing at them yeah but when you're watching on the tv you're like i could do that no way oh no i had no illusions i was like i could never do this. the rules were so loose too like if the guy pops out couldn't you just run away no well yeah but it's hard to run away it's a maze oh my god sorry folks Bye. Into jail. Kenny Jail. What was the host of Legends of the Hidden Temple? Kirk Fogg. Kurt Fogg? Kirk Fogg. <laughs> okay. Kirk Fogg. Yeah. F-O-C-K. That's what he has um, embroidered on the back of his cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fogg. That's a tough show. Each axe was a giant pendulum with a massive half moon blade that looked heavy, sharp, and clean like Double. a new set of knives. Double there is also like hard. Like, nobody ever finished the Double Dare obstacle course at the end. Like, you only made it, like, there was, what, like, ten, ops, like, things you had to get through? Some did. People, very, very rarely. I mean, you got prizes. Set. You got prizes per obstacle completed, so it's kind of, like, you still win a lot. But nobody ever got, like, the end, which I think was, like, a car. You get, like, a minivan. 
or a lifetime supply of Skechers. <laughs> right. That was figure it out. Figure it out was really moving some Skechers. All Nickelodeon game shows had a they had they must have had a huge back order of Skechers somewhere in a warehouse down there in Orlando, Florida. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. A lot of Skechers. I think figure it out was my favorite out of all of those. B- uh, the, the answer head. Mm-hmm. Billy the Answer Head. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Summer Sanders. Guts was okay. Guts, oh, Guts was my favorite. I loved Guts. Yeah. Guts is another one that I was like, I couldn't do this. A lot of them I feel like I couldn't do. I didn't necessarily think they had the most approachable game shows for a child. Like, I'm not going to go out there and do... Like, in Guts, they were, like, riding, like, go-karts around a wall. Like, I can't do They'd that. They'd strap you to, like, a bungee cord and you'd have to, like, shoot a basketball. And also, so many kids would look like such an idiot on Guts. Like, so many kids were terrible. And it was like, well, get this little invalid out of here this kid's broken the aggro crag yeah i would be that kid i'd be the kid who trip over my own shoelaces on the first thing and everybody would be like you should have never come here you're not guts material yeah i'm more of like a geography b kind of guy you're definitely like a where in the world is carmen san diego contestant (laughs) yeah yeah. I would love to be on Figure It Out. I would have loved to see Danny Tamborello get slimed. Figure It Out's also good. There's no, I, I basically, I'll stick to the ones with no physical aspect to them. Figure It Out, you just sit behind a little podium. But the other thing I figured out is you need to have something special about you. The contestants had like their own thing. That It's true. So, they all, they yeah. were like entrepreneurs. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I'm eight years old and I own a peanut factory. And then they'd, Lori Beth Denberg would scream at you until she got slimed. <laughs> And then at the end, you'd win like a Skechers gift card and like a old Sega CD. Prime stuff. That's honestly, yeah, I'd go on there right now if I could do that. Gabe imagined that soon enough, many of those axes would be stained red with blood. Whoa. He cringed as Jenna darted past the first one. She's not as bold as Nathan is, said Cameron. Nathan's getting the key. Cameron was referring to the blue key that dangled from a string at the end of the hallway, and he was right. While Jenna carefully moved past one axe at a time, Nathan sometimes made a daring dash past two at once. <laughs> Why not fuck around with these huge axes? <laughs> Why not? I could be safe about it and go one by one, but let me just do a little uh, twirl move through through the swinging axe. Jenna was only halfway through the you know, corridor. You gotta throw flare on. Yeah, that's true. If you live that way. You gotta dab on them. Yeah, dab on them, fellers. You thought you could sentence me to death? Nah. Nah, I'm, check this out. I'm doing uh, I'm doing the Harlem Shake. I'm going to Euro step through these bad boys. In your swinging axes. Dunk at the end on the key. Through the corridor when Nathan reached the end and snatched the key. This is a little bit like Double Dare, because at the end of the Double Dare things, you got to snatch that little red flag. Mm-hmm. Or dig up in that big old nose. Big old nose. Yeah, you're right. This is just like that, except with axes. Now he has a choice to make. Narrated Marion Blaze. Go left or go right. Each pathway leads to a different section of the course. Different pathways, different outcomes, uncertain endings. Nathan had to make a choice about which way to go, and Gabe had to make a choice about what to do. Nathan ran to the left. Good call. We're good at deck one, where Merlin Henderson finds himself in a sticky situation. What if there was something good in that memoir? Something the world didn't know about this intriguing young woman. Enough about the memoir. I want to hear some gruesome uh, death and destruction. Let's stop there. No. I don't want to hear the gruesome. I want to hear how they beat the game. Me too. But on the, along the way, I want to see some people get sliced and diced. Oh, you know Nathan's going to get his... Uh, uh, He's going to get his comeuppance. You don't, yeah, yeah. you don't just jazz dance through fucking axes. I'm kind of rooting for him, though. I'm rooting for all of them. Everybody who's put through this nightmare deserves to win. He's going to get too cocky, man. He's yeah. going to do the little foot dance from Big on the big piano. <laughs> In the middle of swinging axes. Yeah, maybe. Like over a lava pit or something? Yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. All right, let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark of uh, uh, the Tetradome Run. Running Man. Mark of Tetradome Run. Tetradome Run. Tetradome Run. Chapter 37. Wake up. Pace. Eat. Nap. Pace some more. Yeah, sounds like a good weekend. Eat another meal. Mm. Sleep some more. Yum. Why aren't they letting me out of this cell block? Man, I'd love to go to jail. 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think my perfect weekend is a weekend in jail. I would love to see you in a jail cell. Here's the only problem with jail is the other mm. people. If it was just me. No, yeah, that's could. when it's worse. No. You lose your mind. Well, I would have conjugal visits with, well, you know, you and Shane, the boys. <laughs> my personal time. We'll, st- we'll swing by, bring a bunt cake. <laughs> Put a little razor blade in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I can shave. Uh, I'm not going to get out. I want to be there. No, so you can pick your teeth with it. Uh, yeah, that's true. They're not, they can let me have floss in there. You know. Can you bring floss into jail? Only if they don't find it. Do they ha- sell it at the, what are they, kind of little the pr- commissary? A little prison Yeah, they sell all gift sorts shop. of stuff there, dude. Oh, okay. Nice. But I only bought what? candy and sodas. What's it like buying stuff there? Do they give you a little card like they do at the casinos? Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> like a casino. Like my little Tropicana mm-hmm. card I can um, pop you, into the stores. You can actually just pay Bitcoin for everything. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're kind of actually ahead of the time a little bit. Damn. Yeah, like I said, take me to jail. Drag me away, officer. What's the rent? Nothing. Food's free. All the time to sleep I want. No work. Come on. Oh, you'll be working. Oh, yeah, my muscles. You think you'll do some push-ups in jail? I'll be out in the yard. I got nothing else to do. Hell yeah, I'll be balling, playing the post. You're not exercising outside of the jail. I don't think you'll be exercising inside of the jail. I mean, I think I will because they don't have video games. I'm rethinking this. Ugh. The staff snuck in and out while she was asleep. The clothes they left for her in the bathroom changed, as did the food in the fridge. But everything else stayed the same. No one came to the door. No one let her out. No one escorted her to training. One day, as morning became afternoon, Jenna fell victim to a moment of weakness. Furious that she was being left here to rot, she looked at the cameras and yelled, Why don't I get to go to training? As soon as she said it, she cringed. She braced herself, waiting for the click. Whenever Robin and Victoria yelled at the cameras, they got clicked. Jenna, however, got nothing. She went to the kitchen and looked at the latest batch of meals in the fridge. Grilled chicken breast, a spinach casserole, and a salad with black beans, corn, and tortilla chips it's <laughs> a nice spread yeah that sounds good um, to me wow oh correction tortilla tortilla strips your correction was level to be desired <laughs> she went with the salad i was like what's tortilla <laughs> she was still uh, correction tortilla chips correction tortilla chips <laughs> wow authentic cool <laughs> Sounds good. Yum. Well, that yeah, that does sound like a nice. Uh, I'd love to open my my fridge and see those things waiting for me. We could. Right now, it's just ketchup and hot sauce. Can't make a meal out of that. Get some more stuff in there. I mean, yeah. Get a little black bean salad. No, 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 no. I got some seltzer. You think I could whip that up into something? Put that in the blender. If you blend it, it just comes out as normal water. Flat <laughs> tap. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. She was still hungry a when life hack for you folks out there. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah, I buy seltzer, then I de I, I decarbonate <laughs> it and drink it flat. It just tastes better. I don't know about you guys, but it just tastes better. Goes down smooth. Goes down smooth. Like normal water. Yeah, seltzer water is a little too harsh on my my throat, uh, so I like to just take it down to regular water. Seltzer is like the Brillo pad of water. Yeah, it scrapes you. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Don't care for it's it. A deep clean. It is upsetting to drink. I don't. I think everybody who acts like they like seltzer water is lying. Shane. Oh no, I like it. No. I like it, but I, I do wish I was drinking like a soda instead. When I'm no. drinking seltzer water, I'm like, I either yeah, I wish this was water or I wish this was soda. Not this weird in between, non enjoyable drink. But I do feel healthier drinking it. Nah. Then what? Regular water? No, but I don't like drinking. It's like water, but it makes you gas. Regular water. <laughs> you don't like drinking regular water. Nice ice cold water. Tap water. You don't like that? Nah. What? Your eye in my water right now. It's in a nice bottle. It does look nice. It's really big. It I'm, has a landscape in the back. I speak of the double. I'm I'm getting a little thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> no, delete that. Oh god. I need a little uh H2O when I get a minute. But keep going. She was still hungry. blended some. <laughs> Let me firm up the blender real quick. You need to hold on. I'm putting the blender on. Come on, man. Sorry. Almost done. Uh one. One more second. Give it another, another go around. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me a little right. double tap. Yeah, ooh, that's good. Yeah, let me pour that. Ooh, that is flat. Flat as a board. Just how I like it. She was still hungry when she was done, so she pulled out the chicken breast and ate it too. It took her about 10 minutes to eat it all. Later, Jenna would wonder how the night might have turned out. Aren't you, aren't you supposed to eat quicker in prison? Maybe. Also, would it take you 10 minutes to eat a chicken breast? I can finish that in like two minutes. Now, if you use a fork and knife, you can make it last like 40 minutes. I mean, you can technically make it last, but I'm saying if I'm hungry, you give me a chicken breast. What are you going to do? You're going to... Tear it up. Oh, bro. I'm not even getting the fork and knife out. Yeah, I'm putting my chompers my, in. My, it? No, not my chompers. Well, yeah, after I dig my uh, my fingers in it, 
going to get a handle on it, then yeah, take it right to the chompers. You're telling me you're going to use a fork? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. But we're talking boneless chicken breast? I'm taking big bites out of it like an apple. You're holding with hand, right? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You use your hand. Yeah. Grip it. I, yeah, and then I rip it with the chompers. Grip it, chomp it, rip it. It's a three-step process. It gets you through a chicken breast in no time flat. If she could have those <laughs> ten minutes back, she set her dishes in the sink and went to her bedroom. She sat at the yak shack and shook the mouse to wake the computer. The screen came to life and she clicked on the messaging app to open a new text window. The text window didn't appear. A different window appeared in its place. This window, which announced its arrival with a chime, had a message inside. Bring! I have unlocked the top right-hand drawer for you and left a present inside. Cool. Jenna stared at the message for a few seconds. The top right-hand drawer, she whispered. She leaned back to get a closer look at the desk. The Yak Shack station was a desk with six drawers, all of them locked since the day Jenna arrived. Well, maybe check the top right-hand one. She assumed the drawers, like so much in the cell block, were for the staff, stocked with supplies that helped them keep the place running. She reached for the top right-hand drawer. Slowly, the drawer opened, and when she pulled, easy and smooth, it rolled out. She looked inside. A Slim Jim. Just for me. The drawer was empty, save a single piece of paper that was tightly folded into a familiar origami rectangle with a hand-drawn sketch on the front of it. The sketch was drawn in purple ink. It showed a flower with four petals. All right. Let's stop there. What? Uh, We just came to a clue. Yeah, let's hear a little bit. What's in the thing? Is it not exciting? You can cut us off if it's let's stop there if it's bad. Bart Devlin was done for the day and on his way to the parking garage when a text message stopped him. We jumped to another scene? Yeah. Oh, fuck it. No, we're done. Let's jump ahead now to the food. All right. (laughs) Don't care about Bart Devlin. Nah, fuck Bart. No, Bart Stink Boy. Yeah, don't. Skip. Yeah, skip it. All right. We're this is 75? Yeah. Here we go. 75 percent mark we're coming coming on home of uh i forget where's the thing where's the 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 dome run she's in it dude is it still happening i think it's, it's a, happening i think that was a flashback that's a flashback i can't handle all this i would business. presume okay perhaps but, they get to like take breaks in between the running and return to a cell interesting i can't wrap my head around it but we'll find out when we jump ahead to the 75 percent mark <laughs> short movie about the dome there was thunderdome thunderdome matt well, wasn't there a dome in mad max or am i crazy yeah, that's thunderdome that's what matt that's the, that's a mad max movie right yeah that's tina turner all right are we reading now five four you know i'm kind of i'm getting a little sick of the countdown hey welcome back to uh the amazon book club we're reading the 75 percent mark of tetradome run chapter 61 ah too it many keeps going too many fucking chapters Jenna followed the tunnel. It took her underneath the wall of the stadium. Garson Laramie and Edwin Foster were ahead of her. <laughs> Garson Laramie is a funny name. <laughs> I'm going to name my son that. Can you change your kid's last name? Yeah. Like, he doesn't have to be Hannah, does he? No rules, just right. Garson Laramie. What happened to them when they emerged on the other side of the tunnel was so odd she didn't know what to make of it. Can I also give him a junior, even if we have different names? Mm-hmm. Like, is that allowed? Can yeah. I call him Garson Laramie Jr.? Yeah. Even though my name's Austin Hannah? Yeah. Sure. Nobody would say anything, right? No one can say anything. Yeah. Like, Junior's just part of the name. It's the name. Yeah, it'd be rude. You're right. Robot. Robots. <laughs> one for each of them. Garson's robot. Shiny tan in color slapped his wrist. Edwin's. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <clears throat> shiny tan in color and slapped his Garson's wrist. Garson's robot. Garson's mm-hmm. robot. Shiny tan in color. Yes. Mm-hmm. Slapped his wrist. Like as a boo-boo. Like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Edwin's was powder blue. Oh, <laughs> these are some fancy little robots. And smacked him on the arm. Uh-oh. Well, a little pinch on the butt for my bright pink robot. These little smacking robots. <laughs> Little, little Easter egg blue uh, pinchers and smackers. The smackers. <laughs> Smackertron 5000. The robots had a 50s sci-fi movie flair to them. Humanoid in form, built to run. Oh. 
running smack. Damn, these things chasing you down to smack you. Could you imagine Ooh. being hunted by some squinting smackers? No. Jenna's turn was next. All my smackers to stroll. Uh, yeah, smackers have got to go slow. That's Perhaps over, a job. It's overpowered to be a fast smacker. She stepped into an open air stadium, the crowd cheering her arrival. A woot, pink woot. robot charging into view to tap her on the shoulder. Ooh, these tapping tap, now? We got tappers too. Smackers, tappers. Ooh. What's next? Flickers? I don't know. Boppers. Jenna's pullers, tuggers. Why was she not surprised the producers decided her robot would be pink? Pluggers. Uh-oh. Watch yourself around the pluggers. After it tagged her, a robot voice flattened, overly computerized, echoed in the arena. You're it. Ooh, tag. That's a classic game. Yeah. And then the robot was off, changing course with speed she couldn't match. It ran with grace and long bounding strides. Ooh, like a gazelle. A gazelle on two pink steel legs. Well, I knew it. <laughs> Fast as she could. They're tagging and smacking. Pulling, tugging. Ripping, gripping. Sipping. Flipping. Dipping. Jenna chased after the robot. Duncan. It led her to a stone archway, a decorated gate worthy of old Europe, with high relief carvings of famous tetradome monsters on its face. Yeah, you gotta honor the legends. I love that one when he tore up all those criminals. That one, the big lawnmower, but for people. That's what they call them, the big lawnmower. Her body. For people. Her people are the blades of grass. Daddy mows. We got it. Oh, you did? We got, we got Okay. It mows down people. Ganesh was looking at me like he needed more. Her body alive with adrenaline. Janet darted through the gate and into the maze on the other side. Long pathways with sharp turns, the maze had the feel of a Victorian garden. Ooh, beautiful. Its walls a mix of neatly trimmed hedge and vine-covered brick. She chased her robot to the end of the row, where it darted to the right. She rushed to the same spot and made the turn, only to find that the path ahead of her branched in three directions. Oh, nuts. I'm loving this scene, just running through like a Victorian garden, chasing mm. a, a, a sprinting robot away. You never see this in anything. It's this is the first time I thought of anything like this. It's fun. Fun, right? This is a great it's book. It's fun to imagine. This is a book that has sparked my imagination for once in my life. It's fun, but I don't want to be that lady chasing a robot in a maze. I don't want to be anybody in any book, but it's fun to read. <laughs> I don't want to be a lot of the characters in these books. Not even Jesus. It'd be cool to be Jesus up until like the end. Spoiler. <laughs> he gets it rough at the end. But he had it so good. But he had so much fun along the way. He does. He learns. Yeah. He parties a little. Yeah. You want some wine, baby? Bam. Blammo. You got it. See Check this? out this. I'm going to go run laps on the water. Could he do that? He yeah. walked on stuff? Yeah, he water. Did, he did. He did. He walked on water. Why? You know, just because, you know, short, he, had shortcut. A, he had a stun on him, huh? He lived, in, he lived in the desert and had the clutch ability of walking on water. Do you think he, <laughs> you think when he was doing that, he's like, I had to do it to him yeah. and he's dabbing? Yeah, he did. Yeah. He was dabbing back and forth, like really fast along the water. <laughs> They're like, my God. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, pull his sunglasses down. Say, you could say that again, brother. He says, catch you later. And then there's a guitar rip. And then a revving engine. And then a Mustang pulls up. And a hot babe gets out and gets on Jesus' shoulder. And is like, let's go, honey. And he's like, yeah, let's go. And then get this. He parts the seas and drives through there. <laughs> the, yeah, it's a pretty cool scene. Check this out, babe. Yeah, then he does Whoosh. he does donuts through the seafloor. High fives all the fish. Yeah, the fish are like cheering him on. Like they're doing the fish are doing the little pump up move that they do at Arsenio Hall. Like woof, woof, like in the dog pound. And then Jesus is like, Yeah, you know me. That's in the Bible. I, think. I don't know. Like I said, I couldn't read. I don't know how to read. <laughs> I never read, but I've seen movies. When are we going to do the Bible? 100, 100th episode. 100? What are we at now? I don't know. 69. This is 69? <laughs> oh, no. Well, you know what you got to do. 69. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. How do you celebrate this? Well, I mean, there's three of us, so. Yeah, we can't do we that. We can't make it work. The math doesn't check out for three. <laughs> the numbers get too high. We could do a 411. <laughs> <laughs> is that where... We both lay Someone's straight on as a board, <laughs> and then the other person's uh, curled up in shame on the end. That's no, one person's doing a, a handstand, but like with their knees open, <laughs> and the other two are just standing in a line. Yeah, we do that all the time. She had no idea which way the robot went. Oh. She chose to pass to the left. Ten steps in, she heard the crunching sound of robot feet. Mm -mm. As she neared the corner, a blue robot came around from the other side. Is she a tracker? She tagged it. Oh, she tagged it, huh? Now no. they're it, right? Huh? They must be it. 
Oh, oh, that kind of tagging. I thought you meant like she tagged it with a little identifier. Like, you know, when you tag like birds and then they fly away and you're like, oh. that's my bird. I tagged it. Nothing happened. The blue robot ran ahead as if Jenna's touch was meaningless. Birders <laughs> don't tag. They're fun. Birders. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what a fucking birder is? It's like a little beef patty on a, a bird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a sandwich. It's a fun sandwich. It's a birder. No, it's a birder. It's people that watch birds. Yo, they don't put little tags on their birds. That say, no. I guess it's Austin's bird. No, it's fun for all. <laughs> they keep it fair. Fair play. I, what have I been doing? I've been tagging my birds. They know. The birders are aware. What I do is I stock up on those little Christmas tags. You know, the ones that you sign like to <laughs> chain from Austin. And I just write Austin's bird on it. <laughs> and I put it around their little neck and I let them free. <laughs> Go on, little, go on, little boy. You're the ire of all birders. See the sights. Austin's bird flies miles away. <laughs> my, my, my birds are worldwide. Three turns later, she was in a clearing that served as a major intersection of pathways in the maze. She stopped to get her bearings. A gnarled mess of turns down this path. Turns? Turns. Oh, these turns. <laughs> you don't want to watch out for those gnarled turns. Birds. Turns. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Turns okay. down this path. Yes, sir. A straight run to nowhere down that one. A path that led to a steel gate. A path that led to a cinder block wall. Is this still the, the dome run? Mm-hmm. And a bright green door. <laughs> this can't make for great TV. I thought it was going to be more of like a quick bursts, 20 minute race, not a days long event. They probably have b- body cam on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That actually sounds pretty cool. All right, I'm back in. You got body cam, and then you got you got to uh, splice in uh, drones. Yeah, so you oh, got some drone footage. Yeah. You got like that, like the CCTV, like in the corner, like cameras, like every couple feet in the maze. You're right. All right, you sold me. I'm Remember back. that video game Manhunt? Yeah, it's, oh, like, it's that. like that. Oh, yeah. and then the robots get body cams also, oh. so you can see them like stalking its prey and shit. Oh my god, wouldn't you love to just watch a robot hunt down a human being and kill it? <clears throat> No. She, she ran toward the door, and when she arrived, she found it was one door of many. A green door, an orange door, a red door, three shades of blue doors, tan, black, white. Terrible interior design. Purple, pink. It's an ugly set of doors. One for each contestant, a keyhole in the wall next to each. The ro- One robot and one door. She went to the pink door and pushed on it, testing it. It didn't budge. Above all the doors, hanging high on the wall, a giant clock with red digital numbers ticked away. 301. One three oh oh two fifty nine. Three minutes. Oh, no. It's like that clock in Union Square. Yeah. What's I, that for? I don't know. It's just numbers. It's weird. Look at all these numbers. It's like, do you want to go make higher numbers? Look at this. Here's more numbers. I don't think it means anything. She had a feeling she didn't want to be here when the clock got to zero. You know, it's not the national debt. They say it is, but it's not. That's what it's supposed to be. Somebody said that, but it's not that. It's just numbers. Hmm. A runner emerged from a pathway to her right. It was Nathan. He nodded his head at her as if they were friends. Is this the guy who was dipping and diving through the axes earlier? Oh, yeah. Nathan's back. showboat. Nathan's back and he's doing little jukes and uh, stutter steps. Nah, he might be a little winded now. Mm-mm. He just flies like an eagle. The door flew open and he charged through. Jenna sprinted after him, but the door slammed shut behind him. When she got there, it was already locked again. Ten steps back on the path, Nathan had just run. A yellow robot lay in a heap on the ground, a panel open in its back. Damn, is Nathan out here killing robots? And now the whole of this game was clear to her. Tag your robot, get your key, find your door, and do it all before the clock runs out. Simple stuff. Love to figure that out. Three minutes left on the clock. Uh, It's going to be tough. Let's stop there. I would love it if we stopped there. All right. This is pretty exciting. I I want this to be a real TV show. I want to see uh, people pay the price to uh, murderous robots. What do you think? Well, the robots are just playing tag. That's true. They're not hurting nobody. Well, not yet. We'll see about that. You want to jump ahead to the last page of Tetradome Run? Ganesh? Do it, Ganesh. Do it. Do it now. Do it, Ganesh. Do it. This is the last page of Tetradome Run. Can you please read the book? She found a PDF of the memoir. Uh-oh, not the doc. <laughs> on the, the website. Delete, delete. On the website for Logic Lighthouse Magazine. She was scrolling through it now, pushing past the sections she wrote in prison, looking for the chapter Kyle added. If this is what you have to do, then I won't stop you, said Mariskella. Who the hell's this? Where's Just she know that I'm here for you. Robot. Oh. The tapper or the bobber. 
or the polar. smacker. The smacker? The mm-hmm. snapper? Mm-hmm. Hello, world. This is Kyle, Jenna's brother. Here it is, said Jenna. Jenna gave me this memoir and asked me to finish it. She has no fucking idea what she's asking me to do. Jenna had survived years in solitary confinement. She had survived the total annihilation of the life she knew and the person she was. She had outlasted 143 other prisoners through three runs in the Tetradome. Damn, she made it through three? Superstar. She's good. She's a Deion Sanders. Prime time. She didn't know if she would survive this. Reading Kyle's words nearly broke her. What Sonny did to Kyle. What Kyle knew and never said. What Sonny did to Rudy. Who? 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 Uh, uh. All right. Sonny That's killed what we get. Rudy. Sonny killed Rudy? Oh, my God. Who's Rudy? He's dead. She whispered. Oh, my God. There would be no fresh start. How could she possibly start a new life when so much of her old life was unfinished? How could she move on when this woman who did this, who did all of this, was still out there? When no justice had been served, they drove all day into the night. They talked about the many directions Jenna could take her life from here. She could disappear for a short time, for a long time, forever. Hmm, I'd pick forever. Yeah, that's you can always come back if you want, but forever is a good place to start. The more they drove, the more she thought about what Sonny did, the more she knew she couldn't start her life over. Not yet. I need to tell the world what I know, she said. You've already done that, said Marskella. You've wrote a memoir that everybody's reading. The memoir is what I used to know, said Jenna. I need to tell the world what I know now about what happened in the Tetradome. What happened? What happened to my brother? Sonny? Did Sonny kill her brother? Is that what I'm hearing? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. no. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. How close Sonny came to killing half a million people. Man, Sonny sucks. What you need to do now is rest, said Mariskella. Right now, nobody knows where you are. It's your only chance to have some quiet. As soon as you start talking to the world, the world is going to find you. Traffic thinned as they got closer to Mariskella's house. In the final hour of the drive, they passed only one car, a white sedan, going the other way. Mm, Saturn? It was after midnight when they pulled onto a dirt road and drove down a tree-lined path to a via that belonged to Mariskella's family. A villa? Yeah. Oh, shucks. Dang it. Ain't that just something else? Uh, missed one. They parked <clears throat> They parked on the west end of a sprawling house that sat alone on acres of land. The first thing Jenna did after she stepped out of the car was look at the stars. She thought about Kyle, about Gabe, about dozens of innocent people who died at the Desert Ridge Hotel and hundreds more who died at Polaris. Wow, we missed a lot. Damn, yeah, <laughs> wild stuff happened inside the Tetradome. And she, out. She thought about Rudy. A part of her wanted the grandeur of the night. God bless Rudy. I won't forget you, little Rudy. We love you, Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> a part of her wanted the grandeur of a night sky in the middle of nowhere to make her feel less significant. She wanted to feel small and unimportant. I want to feel like a tiny little bug. Mm. I want to feel like a little earthworm. Too <sighs> small to have any responsibility to worry about Sunny and whatever Sunny was going to do next. Funny. Monster. <laughs> Sunny. This is Sonny Bono. It didn't work. It's the alternate reality one. It's the the tree wasn't there. The tree, he fought, the tree fought back against the tree in this one. He did karate at it. Yeah. She walked around the back of the car. That's how you beat a tree? Followed Mariskella to the front door of the house, reminded herself that a hot shower and a comfortable bed awaited her inside. Mariskella had stopped at the front porch. She stood under the light, hunched over, looking at the door. Is something wrong? Jenna asked. Mariskella stepped to one side so Jenna could see. There was an envelope taped to the front door. A white envelope with no stamp and no address information. Uh-oh. An envelope that was unmarked, save a playful sketch on the front of it. Money. A sketch, drawn in purple ink, showed a flower with four petals. No! God. Wait, this could be good. I guess. The end. <gasps> That's the end. Uh, what? what? It's cool that something we read earlier came back at yeah, the that, very end. That almost never happens. Well, that was fun, I guess. I wish I knew a little bit more about what happens at the Tetradome, but hey. Well, that's, that's uh, the pitfall of this podcast. Yeah, podcast, uh, podcast sucks, dude. It's a bad podcast. Yeah. Um, ah. Well, but it was a fun book. I kind of, I would just want to watch Running Man now. It was great. Vivid imagery. Beautiful. Thanks for reading it to us. Yeah, thank you, Ganesh. Now my bottle needs... Yeah, we need refilled bottles, please. Warm. Does baby need burp burp? Oh, <laughs> okay. boy. You should have just... Uh, bad podcast. You just got to stop listening to the yeah, podcast. It's bleep bad. it. It's bad for you. All right, how do we cast this as a movie? All right, so I've got an idea. Okay. It okay. hit me when she was running in the maze. Oh. Mm-hmm. So Jenna's going to be cast as Krusty Krabs' daughter, <laughs> the big whale. Wouldn't it be funny that to see a walk like a big hit, whale running around? That hit you when she was running in the mist. It did. It's gonna be played by a large cartoon whale. Yeah. Okay, I'm down with that. Pearl is that the name of the character? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, who else we got in this book? Well, we have I think Ryan Seacrest is a natural for what's his name, the host. Chad. Chad 
Michael Sunshine. Uh, Chad Wonder Wonder Wonderbread. Uh, <laughs> uh, who else is in this movie? We got a uh, got her brother. Her brother. Who Kyle. Kyle. Hmm. DJ Qualls. That seems good. Yeah. yeah. It's a Qualls. You uh, definitely want to open your movie with DJ Qualls. You definitely want a little Qualls in there. All right. What about Mar- uh, Mariska? Well, it's Mariska Haggerty. Yeah, so I was going to say. It has to be her. Yeah. Her uh, tagging along with a cartoon whale. That's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what would be good as one of the robots? Hmm. Homestar Runner. Multiple cartoons cast in this one. It's a cartoon. I was thinking Easy Bake Oven. From My Little Toaster? Yeah. From My Little Toaster. <laughs> The Easy Bake Oven from the My Little Toaster Corporation. Uh, that's going to play the robots. Cool. Uh, what about her counterpart, Nathan? Oh, Nathan. Oh, that's, um, what's his name? The guy from Castle. and uh, Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Fillion? Yeah. Again, I guess because I will say, usually when I do people with the same name as a character, it's because of that. But I had literally just envisioned him being like a big bulky like. Well, he's strong and fast and has yeah. a, a little pizzazz yeah. to him. Yeah, uh, Danny uh, DeVito. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't hot seeing stepping him. Danny DeVito. <laughs> a little hot little potato bouncing around. Yeah, I can see that. Is that it? Okay, is there anybody else in this? I'm kind of done. There was someone else. <laughs> oh? What about that guy's name that you're going to name your child? Oh, Laramie. What was the first name? How could I forget? This is my son's name. Oh, boy. I got to re-listen to the episode. Uh, anyway, that's we'll played by Don Cheadle. Mm, um, that's cool. Yeah. Let's end the episode now. Should we do that? Yeah. All right. Thanks to Morris Reese for our music. Thanks to Chris Linquist for our artwork. Thanks to you for listening. Uh, you can find us at AMZM Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You could uh, subscribe to our Patreon. Give us $5 a month and we'll give you two extra episodes per month. That's at Patreon.com. Dot com slash AMZN book club. You can give us a call, Ganesh. Five six seven three zero nine zero three five seven. Call that number. Leave us a voicemail. We may just play it on the show and berate you and make you feel bad about yourself or good about yourself. If it's a good voicemail, it's up to you. And that's it. That's the end of the episode. Goodbye. 